The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Tuesday. I was going to try to make something clever, but there's nothing clever that rhymes with Tuesday, and there's no hump day, so I'm going to have to wait till Wednesday to make that announcement. But <laughs> I'm asking Nicole Moss. I got Brandon Marshall with me. Yeah, He's very... Yeah. You found your iPad, Brandel? No. Brandel. Brandon? <laughs> no, I bought a new one. Dang, oh. I no, I bought a new one. I, I think I, I, the airline I, think I had to invest to like 2100 2200 mm. I got the iPad. I got the pen. Oh. I got the... The little uh, keyboard. keyboard. Me too, but I oh, have a mini one. Why'd yeah. you go black? Because once you go black, you never go back. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Start the terrific <laughs> We also got Corey in the cut who was, who was uh, doing the best he could to bop with um, his, his situation. Right. But he did a fantastic job with it. You lost your iPad on the plane. I lost my AirPods. I had to buy new AirPods. Oh, I like this. Three bucks. This is nice. Look at this. We yeah, getting this better. Nice. Why am I sorry, not in the middle? Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, you're <laughs> supposed to be in the middle. Price going up. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Ashley said she needs. <laughs> might be right. She might be right. What's wrong that. with you? I'm what's wrong saying. with you today? I'm just what's saying. In what? this, what's in this Starbucks? This is actually, <laughs> talking about? Um, this is a brown sugar oatmeal shake and hot, espresso. Right? <laughs> so I'm turned up. Coming Might be a whole tequila in here. Don't know. Oh, tequila. Guess who? We'll find out if the show's still early. But, uh, Corey, listen, you in our production meeting mm-hmm. um, was talking about how it's a dry day, there's not much going on, and then the gift that keeps on giving, mm-hmm. which is sports, which is the NBA, said, right. I got you, Corey. Yeah, right. No worries. Uh-huh. Doc Rivers fired from the 76ers. Mm. I'm going to pass it to you. We'll dive into it. I mean, I mean, yeah, that was that was it. I was really going to break that news there. 76ers, this morning we got the news that, that Doc Rivers, he's out, right? So, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday, right, guys? We were talking about Doc Rivers and, you know, what his future looks like. There was two years left, actually, on his contract, but like I said, the 76ers made the decision to part ways. So, I mean, just what are your guys' initial thoughts and reactions on that? Brandon, you Brandon we'll off. start with you. Because you were, you were on the Doc Rivers. Listen, whether you're watching Paper Route um, on YouTube, um, listen to us on SiriusXM, Faction Talk Channel 103, or if you're watching ESPN or FS1 or any other network, uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas has a podcast, and, he, and he's live pretty much every day hell even if it's uh it is what it is with mason and, and cam i can guarantee you guys Pause. that 95 percent 
of 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 the commentary around Doc Rivers is going to be bad, right? Um, and, and what I would say is this: I want to give Doc Rivers first. Give give Doc Rivers his flowers first. Doc Rivers, he's a phenomenal coach. He really is. I understand Ashley in Game Sixes or Game Sevens. He's, he's six and ten or whatever it is. He has the worst record. Uh, when closing out any type of series, especially in a game seven. Um, and, and that is the story. But that doesn't take away from Doc Rivers as a legendary coach. It doesn't take away from Doc Rivers being a, a multi-title uh, a, a winner coach. Um, but this, we saw this coming, right? And I don't, think, I don't think it stops with Doc Rivers. I think that James Harden is probably next. Mm. Um, when you see Embiid, uh, you, you and in, 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 in where he's at in his career, you have to find a way uh, to surround him with the people that, 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 that can get him to the next level. Now, I didn't like what he said. Nobody liked what he said as far as like, yo, there's five people on the team. Um, you know, James and I can't do it by ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, you, you're, you're Joel Embiid. To me, you're the most dominant player in the NBA. Um, so shout out to Doc Rivers for having a legendary uh, career. Um, I would like this. I would like for this to be the end, Ashley. You're done. Mm. It's okay. What else are you chasing? You know what I'm saying? Go, 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 <laughs> go, 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 go to the YMCA and give back. Mm-hmm. Go to the Boys and Girls Club and give back more. Go, go, enjoy your career. Go enjoy your life and your family. Right there, the, the NBA is trying to get younger. Um, you see, like JJ Reddick getting looks. You see the. You know, the Celtics, where they're at with their coach, I, I just think Doc is done. I, I would like to see uh, Sam Cassell uh, get a shot at this mm-hmm. this gig. Mm-hmm. I really like Sam Cassell. I think this is exactly what Joel Embiid and this team needs. And, and, and look, if they make the right decisions, they won't be far off, Ashley. Before I, before I make my point, I'm curious. You said that Doc Rivers is a phenomenal coach or a fantastic coach. I think that's the right. word you use. What makes you come to that conclusion? Because Why he's a winner. You know, because listen, he? yes, he is a winner. He is a winner. Is he a winner? He 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 definitely is. In what way is he a winner? What you mean? He, has what, he not won? Well, yeah, that's hard league. to do. He has the yeah. worst postseason winning percentage, probably in the NBA or at least top five. I mean, it's with the Charlotte Hornets. It's thirty-two percent, and this is when we're talking about Doc Rivers is sixteen and thirty-three in playoff games where his team is already has three wins which means that in the postseason, he is Mm -hmm. incapable of getting it done. While, yes, in the regular season, you look at his tenure with the Philadelphia 76ers, the past three seasons that he has been the head coach there, he has, they have finished top four in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. So regular season, I agree with you. You know, he wins. But the regular season doesn't get you banners. Regular season doesn't get you trophies. So let me ask you a question. Doesn't get you parades. And in the postseason, he is incapable of getting it done. And in his entire career, has only done it once. And some will say that's because he had the big three in Boston. Oh, of course. But let me ask you this question. It's funny because I was getting my hair done last night. You still haven't commented on my hair. You never comment on... You know, when I get my hair done, I get trimmed up, or That's if I get them I retwisted, sh- you never do it. You never do it. No, 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 no. I You're selfish. You're a little I, selfish. No. I pick and choose when I give men compliments to keep them humble. Oh my it's goodness, It's part of Ashley, my mo. You don't have to do that. Just give flowers when no, when flowers are deserved. I pick and choose. Um, it's funny because I was getting my hair done last night. I do like think three you smell good today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm gonna I'm let you know what that is. I, I forget the name of it. I got it at Kith. Uh, this past weekend, our FS1 weekend. Um, 
Ashley, I was watching F1. I was watching F1. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was watching uh, a documentary on Netflix last night, and I can't recall the name. And it was basically about like I think the name may have been um, coaches' life advice. Top best coaches' life advice. Okay. Serena Williams, tennis coach. Doc Rivers. This this soccer coach, there were so many coaches just talking and open up with Doc Rivers. Okay. And Doc Rivers uh, immediately talks about that Celtics team. Mm -hmm. And he said that was his hardest challenge because he had three dogs, he had three leaders, and he had to get them all to play together. And you had a young Rajon Rondo. That was one of the greatest coaching outings the NBA has ever seen. Taking all three of those guys getting them to be selfless, play together, and take the East. So I I agree with you on, you know, look, in postseason, he hasn't been able to get it the, done. It's called the but playbook. But you can also – but you, is it the playbook? The playbook. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. It was playbook. really good. I, I really I really love Doc's um, perspective on some things. I'm not taking away from what you said, but I just don't want to pile on, right? Because at the end of the day, it's hard to win a championship. It's hard to win a championship. Yes, you have the big three, but you know what they who they had to go through to, to win that championship. And then you also know how he had to bring everybody together, the Perkins of the world. Uh, uh, you had a young Rondo. Think about that. Remember how Rondo was? And having a coach like mm -hmm. that to be able to meet him where he was at and, and, and yell at him and scream at him and say, you're not seeing the game the right way. You need to listen. You need to follow us. You need to follow Ray Allen. So I want to give Doc his flowers. I'm not taking away from your point. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it was time. It was time for him. It's time for him to move on. It's time for him, for me personally, to hang it up. I mean, I hear what you're saying about Rondo. When he came into the league, everyone knew that he, you know, he got better at shooting as he got older. When he first came into the yep. league, it was atrocious. He couldn't hit the side of a bus. But we're still talking about a Boston Celtics team that had Ray Allen, that had Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett oh. in their prime. Oh, so that's, so that's a big three, and not to mention they had a solid supporting cast. So okay. you're. While I hear what you're saying about having to wrangle in Rondo and Perkins and get those personalities to mesh well together. So that's all you need that, is them three? I just said, and they had a solid supporting cast. Okay. That was a really good basketball team. So I hear what you're saying about a coach having to wrangle in personalities and things like that. But he still had a lot. And I don't know how much coaching was actually required of him for them to win. But it's you not always coaching in X's and O's. Sometimes, like, you know, the, the game has definitely passed him and there's coaches running circles around him, mm -hmm. right, from an X's and O's oh, standpoint. Oh, correction, I'm sorry. KG standpoint. technically wasn't in his prime, but he also wasn't on his decline. He was, like, in the middle of the You don't road. think he was in his prime? No, Timberwolves, KG was you don't think his prime. K uh, 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 the big ticket when was you in think, his prime? When you think of his prime, I think of Minnesota. Oh, my goodness. I'm not saying he wasn't yeah, okay. yeah. He wasn't fantastic. But yeah. When I think of prime KG, I think of Minnesota. Yeah, really oh. quickly, Ashley, I don't think it's always about X's and O's. I think with that team, um, they needed someone that can lead the way, um, humble uh, the 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 uh, rondos of the world, mm -hmm. that can speak to the big tickets, of the world, calm down, brother, you're going too far. Bigs are going too far. <laughs> and also get guys to buy in and sacrifice, right? And so I think if you don't have 
uh, Doc Rivers, I don't think the Celtics win. But but we don't have to spend forever on this. Doc is out. So no. what's next? Well, for me, my take on it is this. I I think that there's I think there is blame. I'm not going to sit here and put all the blame on Doc Rivers. And B didn't show up. James Harden didn't show up. And also the front office failed this team because they didn't have they didn't have depth. They really only had maybe three or four guys. And that's not enough to win a championship. And that's definitely not enough to beat a Boston Celtics team that, as you can see, can hit you from so many different angles. With that said, this is a team that has underperformed drastically in the postseason coming off of a top four standing in the regular season. That falls on Doc Rivers because there were pieces there for him to make something happen. Now, again, will I say that this particular instance was his fault? No, I don't think that it was his fault. I think that, again, Embiid didn't show up. Harden didn't show up. They actually kind of quit on him. And in a sense, you know, they got punched in the mouth and didn't know how to counterpunch. That's not Doc Rivers. You can't teach right, that. Right, right. That's some that's a that's the will of an athlete. <laughs> mm-hmm. But however, if you look at his entire tenure as a coach, he's blown multiple three and one leads with the Lob City Clippers. The 76ers have underperformed. Some will even say the Boston Celtics underperformed because Eagles you had and- prime KG. And now that I'm thinking about it, KG wasn't his I would consider KG on Boston prime KG you had prime KG you had Ray Allen one of the greatest shooters in the NBA you had um um why am I drawing a blank on his name right Paul Pierce you had a great supporting cast and you only got one championship even, even from that baby you look yeah, at his baby, baby, you baby, look at his entire resume came in, gave you some right you look at his entire resume minutes. as a coach while this particular game seven situation may not have been his fault his entire resume as a coach minus that one championship in Boston has been subpar. Right. And I think that that also played a part, a role in so the let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Him. Let me ask you this question, right? So now uh, you, you love talking about, you know, um, when players show you who they are, believe them basically, right? Because I'm the mm-hmm. guy that loves the stories. I always talk about our digital board and how guys can write their own narrative, right? And, and, and rewrite it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Chris Paul. Chris Paul in the biggest moments postseason continues to go down with some type of soft tissue injury. I mean, that's not his So fault. let's go back to the Clippers. So th- I, I say that because sometimes we just pile on too much. Doc Rivers in L.A. Do you remember Chris Paul going down? If Chris Paul don't go down, they may win two. They may win two uh, championships. Do they not? You don't remember those moments? Do. Or, or was it, was it, did there. he hurt his hand? It wasn't, he broke, was it his thumb? I think he may have broke his thumb. Um, maybe it wasn't his hamstring or, or, or maybe a quad, but he got hurt. And if he mm-hmm. didn't get hurt, they win. So do we got to blame everything on, 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 on Doc Rivers? Huh? That don't make sense to me. It's not about blaming everything on, go, on, on Doc Rivers, but you have to look, the percentages don't lie. He's 16 and 33 when his teams have a have three games under their belt in a playoff series. That means that every single time you most of the time when you've needed only one game to win, you have failed every almost every single time. That is that's 32 as a 32 percent win percentage. That's atrocious in the postseason. And you have to look at 
the coach in that situation. I'm not saying it's 100% on him, but he is not the coach that takes you to the promised land. And I know that everyone is he will, done? everybody will go back. He, he should be done. That, that he is not – I don't know how many times – we talk about this with players all the time, that if somebody shows you – when a player shows you who they are, you got to believe them. You can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden become someone different. Doc Rivers has shown us that he is a regular season winning coach. He is not the coach that's going to go ahead and bring a banner to your, your arena. He is not the coach that's going to bring a championship, a parade – to your city. He's just not that guy. It's just not, he's not yo, that guy. Yo, 2015, Chris Paul fought through a hamstring injury. Mm, 2016, uh, Paul fractured his right hand. Mm. That's when they definitely was going to win that year. Come on. Without Paul and Blake Griffin in the starting lineup. Jeez. Like, come on. Yeah, that's just bad luck. Yeah. I mean, but listen, that's hey, this is the this is sports. the business, right? Sports, nobody yeah. care about all of that. Ain't nobody gonna sit here and do all that research. Ain't nobody gonna sit here and do all the research right. and, <laughs> and say, you know, well, this series or this year, uh uh the blame goes to these players or this coach. Nobody's gonna do that. Yeah. So unfortunately, a- when you're the head coach and you're the face of the franchise, you're going to take all the blame. It's not 100% his fault. And I think that anybody who's watched these series unfold and the teams that he's been par- part of would be able to make that assessment. There's a lot of things, like you said, that goes winning into winning a championship. Phil right. Jackson said it best. It's 50% health and 50% luck. It's not easy to win a chip. A lot of things have to go right. Yeah. But you also can't ignore the fact – you can't ignore the fact that in some way, shape, or form, he has failed. Right. Yeah. Whether it's because it was unfortunate injuries or whether it's because bad rotations, whether it's because bad substitutions or lack thereof or adjustments, whatever, he has failed. And your track record is your track record. And his track record is exceptional regular season coach, but not the guy who's going to bring a championship to your mm. city. And mm. that is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Got you. All, All right. right. Well, hey, how about we move on to some teams that still do have a chance to get a championship, right? So tonight – the highly anticipated game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and the Nuggets. The Lakers just sent home the Warriors in six games, and the Nuggets did the same to the Suns in six games, and they square off tonight. How about this for a stat, y'all? The Lakers are 7-0 and all-time in playoff series versus the Nuggets, right? Mm. So we'll see if history repeats itself and James it will. can actually get ring number five or at least give himself an opportunity to get ring number five. But I'm going to ask you guys first. Ashley, I'll start with you. Which team right now, if we go like man for man, has the advantage going into game one? I'm going to go Denver. I think also that altitude is their six man. Um, athletes will tell you all the time, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, that altitude is no she joke. She went deep. She just went deep it's, for the take. The al- she went to the altitude. The altitude, <laughs> the altitude is no joke. It changes the dynamic. It's so li- right. It's literally the sixth man. So at least in basketball terminology, it's the sixth man. In football, it's the twelfth man. Like mm-hmm. it's very real. Um, and we've seen teams. Where'd you pull that one from? I, I mean, the Denver altitude, everyone knows that. Like, it's it's almost <laughs> cheap. Because that's, that's the only thing you get. It's, that's the only <laughs> is Nuggets I think, have. I don't know. I don't know if the – and I also don't know if the Lakers have an answer for Jokic. I mean, I think that they'll have an easier time with other players on the Nuggets, but Jokic is just – he's a different animal. He's yeah. a different beast. Um, I think the combination of those two things will be hard for the Lakers to attack in game one at least. Mm. 
They'll mm-hmm. they'll figure. I think they'll figure it out at some point in the series. Maybe game three. Even maybe game two. But I think straight off the bat, I'm gonna go with the home team. Mm. Uh, which team has the advantage heading into the Western Conference Finals? Uh, it's the Lakers. Um, really? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I don't even think it's close. Number one, mm. right? It's like there was never a Tom Brady team that wasn't in it. If you have Tom Brady, you're always in it. Tiger Woods, he always has a chance, right? Uh, Serena Williams um, always has a chance. There's some athletes that always gives you gives you the advantage. Michael Jordan, and the list goes on and on and on. Heavyweight, Muhammad Ali, right? Floyd Mayweather, well, Floyd Mayweather never lost. That's LeBron James. LeBron James is going to go down as a top five athlete, um, a top five competitor. When you have LeBron on the, on the, on the court, he can kill you in so many different ways, right? He can give you 40 or he can give you 20 uh, rebounds. He can give you 10 assists. Um, he can get other guys going. He can coach on the sideline. He does everything. His IQ is through the roof. So there's three reasons why the Lakers have the edge. Number one is, is LeBron James. We're talking about over 530 uh, postseason games, averaging 28 points, averaging uh, uh, nine rebounds, averaging seven assists. Like we're talking about LeBron James here. LeBron's going to find a way. Did you not see him, Ashley, doing the shuttle boxing before the game? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, come on, this boy. He, come, did you look in his eyes? We keep yeah, talking I, about this. I didn't look in his eyes, but I saw the shadow boxing. What you think? What you think? Yeah, were you he, impressed with that shadow boxing? Be real, though. Hell no. Because <laughs> I saw him like, bro, come on, dude. You got, yo. It's like he was thinking about shadow boxing. Ain't nobody scared of LeBron. Like, yeah, like, look, it's not like it was Rocky Balboa out yeah, there. Right. Ain't nobody like, scared of LeBron. Uh, the second thing is defense. The, the Lakers, you can say, is the top two, top three defensive team, second half of the NBA, uh, of the uh, of the season. Definitely through the right? playoffs. Yeah. And, and the big part is due to Anthony Davis stepping it up on the other side. We had Stack, um, Steven Jackson, uh, on the show yesterday, and he talked about AD getting it done on both ends of the court. And, and that's something that is different, right? That's not That's an anomaly. Right, that that that's a unicorn in today's NBA. You're you're either getting a few guys playing defense, or you're getting guys that only want to play offense. Anthony Davis, uh, uh, you know, is 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 probably one of the most elite defenders in the NBA when he's healthy, and and he's been healthy this postseason. And the last thing is going to be a shocker. It's going to be a shocker for you, Ashley and Corey. Mm-hmm. It's depth. They got the depth. So <laughs> depth, depth. The Nuggets don't have depth. Not this depth. The Lakers, the Lakers were, were scrambling at the trade deadline. The Lakers were fighting to make the, the playing game. Mm-hmm. And then in the postseason, you can look at them and say they're one of the most complete teams. Lonnie Walker, where did he come from? Yeah. D'Angelo Russell, he can give you 25, right? You got Austin Reeves still having a great year, and Dennis Schroeder's Dennis Schroeder not turning into uh, what's the kid's name? They 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 traded. That's a little pest from Chicago. Um, Beth, Pat Beth, Pat Beth. Mm-hmm. So those are the three reasons why the Lakers have the edge. Number one, LeBron James can never count LeBron James out. It's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, we seen him down twenty eight to three, right? Number two, defense. Defensively, uh, they can keep up with the Nuggets. The Nuggets do have depth, Ashley. Um, 
You know, that was a big discussion so for matter? two and a half weeks. I'm just saying they have depth. But does like, it matter? Every series is different. Right, okay. <laughs> every series is different. In this series, depth matter. Oh, the last this, series it didn't this, matter this because of what you what, what you implied when we were talking about Doc Rivers and the Celtics. Oh, you have KD, you have Paul Pierce, and you have Kevin Gordon, or not Kevin Gordon, but Ray Allen. KD wasn't on the Celtics. KG. Okay. Help me out there. Um, right? But last time I checked, the Suns are home, right? It doesn't matter. It does I'm talking matter. about that series. That series, it okay. didn't matter because right, CP3 CP went down. If CP3, CP3 keep going down. Uh-huh. Is he done? Mm. What you think? I will. What you think? Just answer that question real quick before I, you I think he comes back next season. Should he? Where? That's a different conversation. Where? I don't know, honestly. You think the Suns will have him back? I don't think they should, but. Oh, what if he go back to Houston with James Harden? James Harden's going back to Houston? I don't know. That's a possibility. Yeah. I will say, though, for me, one of the interesting things about this particular series is the drastic difference between the two teams when it comes to pace. Um, the Lakers are top three, were top three this season in pace, so they were one of the fastest playing teams, mm-hmm. whereas the Denver Nuggets were, if my math is correct, this was 25th, so they were one of the slowest teams. So you have two teams on different ends of the spectrum. It's going to be interesting how – both coaches make the other go ahead and play to their pace. I mm-hmm. think that if the Nuggets can slow down the Lakers, they're going to hate that. They're a team that likes to play fast. It's one of their edges. Um, if the Nuggets are forced to go ahead and play at the speed of the Lakers, I feel like they're going to struggle. Jokic is not that guy. He doesn't really like to play at that pace. So that's going to be interesting. I will say, though, you know, I know people are laughing about the altitude. That was a real thing. Like, Brandon can speak to that as someone who played in Denver. We'll get to that in a second. I, that, I did yeah, not, I play, I, I, I did yes, not make that up. Thing. That's a very real that's thing. That's a real thing. I do think, though, that speed is in the favor of the Lakers. And I don't think – I think if, they, if the Lakers can force the Nuggets to play at their pace mm-hmm. – and not be tricked into playing at their at, at the Nuggets' pace, right. I think they can win this series. Yeah, because what's the game plan for stopping Jokic when they do get that half-court offense set up, right, and, they, and they're not pushing the pace, right. and they're forced to, again, guard him in the half-court? What's their game plan for that? Right. Well, you heard Coach, is, right? Right. So Coach talked about this yesterday, and he said, you know, guard him when he gets out of bed and then try to kidnap him. <sighs> you don't stop some players, right? Like, this is a guy that you can't stop. Um, I think, you know, the the game plan should be not. You can stop get... him though if you force him to play at your pace. He doesn't want to well, play. That's not well, where. That's, that's the, not his bag. Well, that's that, that that's what I was going to say. Like it's going to take him. It's going to. He's going to have to play thirty eight minutes a night, and he's going to have to be lights out, which he was uh, last series. I think there was only one game where he didn't drop thirty points um, and close to 10, 10 assists. Maybe did he average a triple double in the last series? He was phenomenal, he's right? And he's going to he's gonna have to play 38 minutes and be phenomenal. He's going to have to be the joker that he's been the last three seasons. Uh, but you can't let the others get going. To me, that's the game plan. And, and tire him out. Like, if this dude has to go out there and keep up with the Lakers, and you just talked about pace and how they're playing, I think that's the big, the best chance of winning. But it's going to take a very strategic effort to, 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 to slow down joker. Yeah, do you think AD can do it? Like, because this is probably no. this is probably Jokic's. I mean, AD's first like elite center matchup in the playoffs this year. I don't think anybody. I don't I think, think anybody a, can think, slow down Jokic. I'm not worried about LeBron. LeBron's gonna do what LeBron James does. Um, I think AD's gonna struggle with Jokic. Yeah, and what about AD offensively? Like, you think Jokic would give him a problem on that yeah. end of the floor too? I mean, mm. 
Listen, they can't. I don't. I wouldn't even yes. say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say 100. percent I do think defensively, there's holes in Jokic's game, as you can see when you watch him play. Mm-hmm. So I do think if AD can capitalize on that, I still think offensively he'll be impactful. But I do think he's gonna have a hard time guarding Jokic, and mm. that's that's gonna be one of the biggest, um, I think, issues for this Lakers team is how to combat that because I don't think he's gonna have I. I don't think he's going to have an easy task to do it. Yeah. I know it's not going to be an easy task, and I don't know if he's going to be able to rise to the task in the way that they need him to in order Joker's to go ahead to and, work. and be he's such a Well, the, the problem is that Joker is such a playmaker, right? You run two people at him, he's going to find – <laughs> exactly where that second man's person came from. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna he's gonna make the play. He's gonna he's gonna either make the play himself or find somebody. It's a very mismatch play. because AD is not gonna have. I personally don't believe AD is gonna have a problem scoring on Jokic because yeah. defensively Jokic is not the greatest. But I do think they didn't do nothing last series. But. I mean, we're comparing A and B. Yeah, it's, it's, two, it's a different comparison. A didn't do, it, didn't do anything it's on a different, the offensive it's a, side. Yeah, it's yeah. a different comparison. I don't think AD's going to have a – I don't think AD's problem is going to be offensively with Jokic. I think mm. his problem is going to be stopping Jokic from being able to score mm. because defensively, he's that's where he's going to have his biggest problem with him. Mm. Well, that leads me into my next question, right? So, I mean, we're talking about the battle between Jokic and AD and whatnot. Now, does that mean – AD is going to, you know, have to embrace that challenge and take this series over, or is this going to be a series that LeBron's going to have to take over considering what he's dealing with? Mm. I think it's LeBron. LeBron? LeBron's going to have to go into zero dark 30 mode. Mm. He's already Um, in there. Like I said, I think that AD has the tougher task, and mm -hmm. that's Jokic. Um, It's just, you know, unfortunately, that's that's his guy this series, and that's going to be a problem for him. So I think that that takes him out of this series a little bit in terms of, like I said, the defense, nope. I think LeBron is the one who's going to have to go ahead and carry a lot of this load. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the supporting cast, but I think if we're going to talk about who has the better series, yeah. it's definitely LeBron James. Well, I mean, I think it shows up differently. I mean, AD can dominate on the boards. He can dominate on the defensive side. He doesn't have to average 30, 35 points to be dominant in this series. And, you know, you just slowing down. He has to be also be dominant defensively, and I think that's where his problem is going to be. You think he's going to struggle against well, well, yeah, guarding yeah. Jokic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, the question is AD or LeBron. I'm still going with AD. AD got to. Like, you think he has the better series over yeah, LeBron? Yeah, I think AD has the better series. Yes, I think he's going to have some okay. some phenomenal moments on the defensive side. Um, I don't think he's going to be lights out on the offensive side because he have a, a lot. He has a lot of work um, to do on 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 with Joker, but AD got to be the guy. I think that's the only way. We don't really want to talk about it. We haven't talked about it. LeBron is – he slowed down a lot. LeBron, I mean, he's 40 years old. Exactly. So when you say uh, it's going to go through LeBron, how? How does that look? You think LeBron no, can said, go out there he's and – he's asking me who has the better series, and I'm, I, I'm going towards the someone who has the easier task, and LeBron doesn't have to guard Jokic. Mm. So what do, you think, what do you think this series look like for LeBron? What do you mean? What does it look like? What's his stat line? Yeah. I feel like LeBron can average 30 in this series. Mm. He's average. See, I would love that. That's what I hope happens. That'd be fun to watch. I feel like he can – I don't think we're going to see ridiculous, like, 50-point, 45-point games from him, but I think he'll average about 30. I mm. think maybe you'll get one holy crap game from him mm. where he turned back the hands of time and he looks like Cavs or big three LeBron in the Miami era. But I think 30 is probably, like, my safe number for this series. Is is, is this the, the finals? Is, is this the finals? Is, like, is this the finals? Is this going to be the most exciting – 
uh, matchup, the most, most exciting series, right? Like this matchup, we're talking about AD vo- versus Boston Joker. and Miami is going to be a pretty good series too, though, because I mean, I I watched them last year. I was I was mm-hmm. at the AAA for Game mm-hmm. Seven. A lot of history. Those te- those years. two teams. Um, those two teams go at it. Like they they go at it. There's history there, but they also like they match up well to each other. Where it's a very back and forth series. Um, I think both these matchups are going to be really fun to watch. And I think we're gonna get really good. We're, we're gonna get really good basketball on both sides. I'm excited that these are kind of the final four. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, moving on. So we were talking about LeBron. Do you guys remember like a few months ago when LeBron had tweeted he was watching uh, games on the League Pass and he felt that Bronny was, you know, a lot better than some of the guys that he was seeing. <laughs> yeah. So, so yesterday, uh, the, on the latest episode of Podcast P, Paul George's um, podcast, podcast P. yeah, him and Demar Derozan kind of gave their reaction uh, to LeBron's tweet and also had something else to say. Let's take a look at it real quick. How did you feel about the tweet that LeBron sent out? Bronny was better than some current NBA guys. We do guys a lot of sorry motherfuckers in the league. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> no cap. I'm the type of dude I keep my opinions myself. I chill. I play the backseat. But being in the league so long, you realize how many motherfuckers don't love the game of basketball, who take it for granted, who feel so entitled, who just want everything that come with it, but don't want to put the work in. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. You know what I mean? Like we played in an era where you had like, earn everything. Mm. So you got so many guys coming in thinking like they just should be playing because they homeboy told them they nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you're not good. So I definitely got Brian's standpoint of that because you'll be surprised. It's a good, what is it, 450 of us? It's a good 75 to 100. Stinks. Stinks. <laughs> good dudes though. Dude. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of people. 75 to 100? It's like 40 Who are you talking about, DeMar? Say some names. <laughs> right. Get messy, yeah. as Brandon Marshall would say. Get messy. Who are you talking about? Right. Right. I, feel, I feel like I know who he's throwing shots at, but I just want to know, like, who, who are you referring to, DeMar? Like, Ooh. what are we – I mean, he's, he's, he's throwing some shots. Yeah, he's he's throwing about? some shots. For real. Talking about players who, who, who want the glitz and the glamour of, of being an NBA player but don't want to do the work. He's throwing some shots. Right, mm. right. I mean – on the football side of things, like we used to always say that, you know, I you know, obviously never played basketball at that level, but you walk in the NFL locker room, you be like, yo, that guy made the, the team? How? Mm. You know what I mean? You talk about dudes tripping over their feet. <laughs> you talk about wide receivers that some can't catch the ball. You're a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and you're in the league, and you can't catch. How you make it? Mm. You understand? DBs have no type of technique. You know, dudes big but can't move. So you see that a lot. It was a shocker to me when I got to the NFL, right? I felt like college was harder than the NFL. Um, I don't know because of that transition was tougher from high school to college because, like, now you go from, like, a teenager and you walk into a, a locker room and you go into a team that is filled with men. Like, these dudes been lifting mm-hmm. weights. They've been mm-hmm. eating down pork and steak yeah. for, for two, three years talking about muscles on top of muscles Mm -hmm. and then you get to you know so that's a that's a big transition like you got to really put on your big boy pants when you go from high school to college college to the nfl you come in bigger right a lot of these dudes when you get to the nfl you're not as big as you were in college you don't lift as much it's more about being you know running and staying healthy and doing all the secondary uh workouts as far as like making sure everything's activated and, and and firing um but when i got to the nfl I stepped in I stepped in the locker room, I stepped in that huddle. I was like, yo, this is sweet. 
this is easy. Mm-hmm. It was so easy to me. Everything was easy. Practice was easy to me. Uh, competing uh, in one-on-one, seven-on-seven was easy to me. The only time it was hard w- is when I went against the Champ Baileys of the world, the Darrell Reeves of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Antonio Camardi uh, gave me some good work. Quentin Jammer gave me some good work. Mm-hmm. But nine times, yeah, nine times out of ten, right, it felt pretty easy in the NFL. I will say that. But exactly what DeMar and PG are talking about is why I hate when people say there are no trash players in the NBA. If you make it to the NBA, you're a great player. (laughs) That's not true. There are people in the NBA who Uh. suck. There are people in the NBA who are there because they're either seven feet tall and they can lift their arms up and block a shot, but they absolutely have no game. Can we stop this narrative that just because you're in the NBA, that makes you a good player? There are crappy players in the NBA, and I'm glad that two NBA it's players. But it's not relative. He yeah, just said them, 75 put... to 100 stink. That's probably <laughs> factual. Well, that's just at that's their level. I hate Those when are two. People say, oh, the NBA, there's no bad players in the NBA. Yes, there are. There are players who are trash. They suck. There are players who can go to Rucker Park right now and get their ass handed to them. Jeez. Stop making I don't it know. seem I don't like know about just because you're in the NBA, you're a great player. You're a good player. You're an all star player. You're a 1% player. It's not always true. Stop oh, it. The narrative's not true. Cut it out. Yo, the, the chat is going wild right now with some of these names Ashley are you seeing some of these names they're throwing out there that's trash oh lord we don't even hey we, we make we, we don't even need a fact checker we got the, the chat for this I know, they, they all the names you see us. all the names yeah, they're throwing them. in there I know I, I know I want, you want to say one of the names that, that I'm Kwame seeing? Brown well Kwame Brown's like not in the league anymore so. I know but I'm saying like <laughs> he was in the league you oh, think lord. I don't think he was trash I mean I think he was trash his hands on, were too small he can't grab the he basketball was, he was trash in the in the NBA but if he go to Rutgers go on any other court He'll be a elite player. He'll stand out. Scouts mm-hmm. would come there 10 out of 10 times and say, sign him up. I want him. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know what happened when he got to the NBA, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's one. You see anybody there else in there? There are players in the NBA who are just there because they're tall for no reason. Uh, have true. no type of post move. <laughs> right. Cannot hit the side of a bus. They're defensively challenged. Their feet are too small. Their hands Name are one. too small. Name they one. don't have basketball IQ, but they do have is height. Let's stop. Let's stop making it seem like everyone in the NBA is an Olympic athlete. There are tears for a reason. There's superstars. There's megastars. There's great. There's good. There's average oh and there's trash. Stop it that. exists. Let's stop <laughs> going ahead and beating around the bush. It exists. Uh, and I want everyone to stop this narrative that there's no trash players geez. in the NBA. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Is that no, Mo Bamba? No, I wouldn't say he's trash. Yeah, Tobias he, Harris. No, nah, he's not trash either. Tobias Harris. No, he's not trash. They, 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 they disrespect him. Rudy Gobert. Now, look. Look, I don't know. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rudy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say trash, but it's a little, it's a little questionable. He's Didn't he get not paid? meeting expectations. He's not meeting his potential. We'll say that. Now, listen. I don't know if Demar Derozan. You and wouldn't Paul say George, Tobias. I mean, what? Porzingis. You wouldn't say Tobias Harris is trash. I'm taking him on my team. <laughs> Tobias Harris. I'm taking Tobias Harris on my team. Yeah. Now, listen. I don't know if Demar Derozan and Paul George were referring to like rotational guys or guys towards the end of the bench when they were referring to that, you know, 75 to 100, but. 
uh, Dwight Howard uh, recruited a handful of NBA players, and it was it's funny. These guys weren't, I, I would say, guys at the end of the bench. But let's look at this video that that uh, Dwight Howard posted to Twitter. Jordan Poole, come on, Julius Randle, come on, Ben Simmons, come on, man. Shoot, ain't nobody beating us, but. Clay, you can slide down here too, my boy. My boy. DeAndre Ayton, you and CP3, come on. KD. KD. Come on, KD. Hey, they talking about him going back to Houston, but I think this might be a better look. James Harden, come on down here too, boy. So yeah, like I said, he recruited Where some he big names. Where is he recording that? Wild. Why is there an echo? Taiwan. You didn't yeah, see the he, curtain he in, in the Taiwan. back? Ain't nobody coming over there. <laughs> Look at the bus he's on. No, but he sounds like he's speaking through. Y'all remember that? That Well, Corey doesn't remember anything. I know what you're talking about. I already know what you're talking about. The echo was, microphones? That was, yeah, that you know, microphone. It was, like, that. It was purple tried. and you would speak into it. Like that echo effect. What is he using to record that video? It sounds like the voice of God. Hey, yo, that was an awesome video. That was hilarious. Mm -hmm. But isn't this the same guy that, that cried when Shaq used to pick on him? <laughs> Misery loves company. Ain't nobody going over there to, Ta what is it, Taiwan? That's yeah. where he's at? Yeah, Taiwan. Ain't nobody going over there, but the video was funny. Um, He tried KD. What do you mean, he KD? He tried a few people. What do you yeah. mean? I know, oh, yeah. He wasn't far James off with a lot of dudes. Who he, he tried? John ja Morant. Yeah, John ja Morant got to go over there. John Morant gotta go to Taiwan. I don't know, yeah, John Morant. Hey, John Morant need to go learn his lesson. He need to go over there yeah. and, and, and realize what he got over here. He hey. taking things for granted over here. Who else did he, he say? Know, I'll he say. Said, who else did he say? He said John Morant. Okay. He said KD. Yeah. Uh -huh. He James said Harden. James Harden. James Harden. Harden. Gotta he go said to Clay Taiwan. Thompson. He, he said Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay Thompson. Yeah, he, wild, Clay. he wild out for the Clay, Clay. Thompson. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Poole. I think. The, said, oh no, he said your boy Julius Randle too. He Julius said Julius Randle. Randle. Like, come on now. <laughs> I can see Julius going to Taiwan. Yeah, but y'all, y'all know a lot of players are going to Puerto Rico though. Y'all have y'all seen Rico's that lately? Nice squad. Yeah, like Demarcus Cousins. He's obviously been mm -hmm. in, in the storylines lately because he he's been dominating over there. You remember Norris Cole? Do you remember that name? Yo, can yes. we? Terrence Jones. North Cole's played Hassan Miami Whiteside. Heat. Is, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah a couple, honestly, a couple Heat players. He Hassan Whiteside. He was the one who um, Bam sat behind on the bench. Who? Did he say Ben Hassan Simmons? Hassan Whiteside was yeah, the right, starting. Right, 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 right. Yeah, early on. Uh -huh. Did he say Ben Simmons? He did he say, did say ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. What happens with Ben Simmons? What do you mean, what happens to him? What, 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 what's next? What's going on? What do you think? I mean, reports say that he's that not going to require surgery. So I guess that that's a silver lining. Um, you know, surgery is never something that you want to have if you don't need it. And the recovery time for surgery is a lot longer than, I guess, normal rehab. Um, the GM, I believe it was the GM who said it. If I'm wrong on that, I apologize. Said that he should be ready to go by training camp, which is in September. So Do we'll you, wait and see. Ashley, all right, let me ask you this question. Let me ask it this way. Does he get his career back on track? I think so. I think that... I think there's I think there's more pressure on him than ever before just because of last season and how that went. Yep. Between playing and then not playing and then being out for the remainder of the season and everyone KD leaving and Kyrie leaving and Steve Nash being fired. I think right. that there was a lot of moving pieces and now he's the remaining um member of that big 3. Remember when they said it's going to be scary? It was scary hours and the James Harden situation and 
um, you know, all of that. I think that there's he's under a bigger lens of a microscope so, than he was maybe last season, so, co- being covered by Katie and Kyrie. So what, what happened to everything you've been telling me for the past week, week and a half about Brandon, the storylines, and why do you think a player can change his stripes and all of that? So you think Ben Simmons is going to just turn it around just like that? I don't think Ben Simmons doesn't care. I think Ben Simmons has been a product of unfortunate circumstances in one. I mean, we're not. To, I mean, the report came out a few months ago. He was he had genuinely has an injury in his mm-hmm. in his back that went misdiagnosed by the Brooklyn Nets medical team. So I mean, hearing that, it's not like he was sitting on the bench because he couldn't play. I mean, he didn't want to play. That'd be right, different. Right. It came out that he was genuinely hurt and that they handled it incorrectly. So I can't really. It's hard for me to use that as a, oh, he's never going to, he was, ge- I mean, it's a genuine injury. Right, right, so right. I ha- you have to see him at 100% to make that assessment. And I feel like we won't be able to do that until the start of next season. Mm-hmm. Now, in the start of next season, he comes back 100% healthy, cleared by the medical staff, all of that stuff. And he's still playing the way that we have seen him play in a small percentage of this past season, not wanting to shoot, not being aggressive, things like that. Yeah. Then you can make that assessment. What, what is it called? The baseball players when they get the um, the, the yips. yips. Mm-hmm. Yo, he he clearly has the yips. Like I, you can't have the yips for three years. I don't think can you? It's a long time. Has he had the yips for three years, or has he been hurt? I think he's had the yips. You got to shoot the ball. He had it in Philly, the first, you know. Then he sat out a year. Then the second, the first year in in in, in New York. I mean, in Brooklyn, and then the, well, the second hurt. year in Brooklyn. But he still wasn't shooting the ball. Like yo, Ben, and, and and you know you hear NBA players talking about this all the time. But Ben in the off season, his workouts mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Shooting the yeah, ball. Yeah, he looks like an all star every off season. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'd be I mean, excited every like year. Him also, when he's guarding them in an open gym. No, it'd be it'd be in like the five and five. You know, like oh, you're talking about like yeah, yeah, runs. like on the pickup. Oh, yeah. I thought you were yeah. talking about workouts. Yeah. So hopefully Ben gets his career back on track. I'm excited to see my Nets. Um, oh, not bounce Nets back. Again? Yeah, I'm a Nets fan. Got it. I'm a Nets fan today. So when the Cavs start balling out, I'm not a Cavs fan. You're not going to jump ship over there, right? I'm not a Cavs fan. Donovan Mitchell. Can you please stop this madness? Who told you I was a Cavs fan? You did. <laughs> Never said it. Corey. <laughs> yeah, oh, Corey. Oh, it really in that, this debate. No, uh, no, that that really is what I got from like the words that you had said that day. Like I really, I really thought you. You said I follow my players because Donovan Mitchell's on the Cavs. I'm a Cavs Let's fan. go to the chat, shall exactly. we? Exactly. Chat. If you remember Brandon Marshall saying that he gave up on his Brooklyn Nets and he is now a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Go ahead and say that you go ahead and give me a thumbs up something, or right? just whatever, some just some indication <laughs> that you remember. Because he said verbatim that he gave up on the Nets and he is now following that his favorite banter. player, Spider Mitchell, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he's <laughs> now a Cavs fan. Nobody uh, said anything. Nobody heard anything. It hasn't. I, it, it hasn't registered yet. We're, no we're, one's we're heard waiting. anything. Real quick before we move, the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean 
every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Christy says, I remember. Action Jack said he did. Uh -oh. There you go. Right now you're 0 for 2. I don't uh -oh. remember. Thumbs up. I don't remember that. Yes, he did. Check mark. Marlon, I appreciate you. King, I appreciate you. <laughs> the... Brandon Lamb, I appreciate you. Negative Correct. Ashley, go St. Patrick. Go St. Patrick. Hey, I appreciate you, but uh, Ghost, you was just bashing me in the chat. He was just bashing me in the chat. Yeah, he, but he like, got, what are got, you doing? What's his name? Got, go St. Patrick. What are you some, doing? He got some smoke that he got to go yeah. work out yeah, between so him and his Can we get Ghost on the show? What's your problem? <laughs> what did he say about you? He said, oh, Brandon don't be watching sports. And then now he got my back. That's crazy. I got to know where we stand, Go St. Patrick. Jeez. What did he say about you? I don't know. He's he's in here every day saying something or another about me. <laughs> I can't keep track. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but real quick, just to go back to the overseas conversation, like, do y'all think this is like a career path that most guys who are on their way out, right, are coming, like, you know, they're coming off of their primes. Is that a career path they should take up, you know, more often, going overseas, expanding their brand? I like the China play. You know, to me, that's a big play. Uh, it's a huge market. They love uh, American athletes over there. Mm. Um, definitely the basketball player. Um, there's so many guys that's gone over there and done some amazing things, extended their career and made millions of dollars. Right? There's guys that go over there now or don't even go over there and still making a lot of money off the court. So I like that move. I don't like this Taiwan move. Like, what are you doing, Dwight Howard? <laughs> right? Like, Puerto Rico's cool. Puerto Rico's not bad. Are we but just looking like, at the destination or are we looking at the team? In the competition. I'm looking at I'm looking at just I'm looking at the destination one and I'm also looking at like uh why are we holding on? Like Dwight Howard and he played almost how many years did he play, Wu? Let's let's go to let's well, go yeah, to I, Wu. I think that's the idea. Like if for the guys who are holding on to it, still want to play at a high level, it's like don't take up space in the NBA, keep the NBA younger, go overseas. Expand your brand. It's okay. And, and keep playing. It's okay to move on. It's okay to retire. <laughs> I feel like how many years did he play? He played, he played 18 years and for eight different teams. 18 years. <laughs> I know that's what I mean. That's, that's just is NBA? that not enough? That's just NBA. 18 years. So he's NBA. been playing 20 plus pass professionally then, because he's done already a couple overseas. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't seem strategic to me. It seems like a guy that's holding on. Um, I think Dwight Howard is a Hall of Famer, right? 
Mm-hmm. Retire. Go do something else. What would you like him to do? What do you mean? There's I a mean, lot of things guys can do. He's what, How old is Dwight? Dwight's probably still, what is he, 36, 37, 38? Because he came in out of high school, right? Oh, he did, right. Yeah. I will say, though. He's 37 years old. I will, he's young. I will say, though, it may be difficult for I, I hear what It is difficult. I hear what you're saying about, you know, maybe guys who are still, quote-unquote, holding on. But I think for Dwight, for DeMarcus Cousins, for a certain, for a handful of players that are, I believe still can play in the NBA, it's hard to just sit at home knowing you're not done yet and there are guys who are not as good as you playing in the NBA and you're not signed to a team. So instead of allowing that to consume you, you go ahead and you take your talent that you still have and you play elsewhere. Because I still believe Dwight Howard could be on an NBA roster. I believe DeMarcus Cousins can be on an NBA he roster. I like DeMarcus. And yeah, they're both yeah. not, and they're be, they're playing overseas. So I think it's circumstantial. I agree that some guys have a harder time letting it go, but I don't think Dwight and DeMarcus fall into that category. I think these guys can still play, and they're just not on roster. Same thing about Carmelo. I mean, he's not playing. He's, you know, with his son and doing stuff in the AAU space, but he also is somebody who can still be on a roster. And it's unfortunate that some of these guys are still prime and ready to play, not in their prime, prime and ready to play, and they're just not given those opportunities. Right, because so. they'd rather go with the, the younger guy that has, uh, you know, more upside, right? Dwight Howard, you know, maybe have a year or two left, and then you have a young guy in year one, year two, year three, they can develop and potentially turn into something. So yeah. we'll see. All right, tonight. 2023 NBA Draft Lottery at 8 p.m. Let's go, Cavs! Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, this year's draft <laughs> yeah, is, is, is basically <laughs> it's basically the lottery for Victor Wim, Wimby. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce it. Wimby. 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 You know how to pronounce his full his Wimbyana? last name? Wimby. 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 Yeah, I didn't want to disrespect him, Victor Wimby. But he's basically the number one pick in this year's draft. But uh, who will get the number one pick tonight? And who needs the number one pick tonight? I got hmm. Let me go ahead and pull up these percentages. Mm-hmm. You got teams of you know eligible for the lottery: the Pistons, Rockets, Spurs, Hornets, Trailblazers. Who cares? I think the Pistons. Who I think cares? the Pistons don't. I wouldn't say the Pistons need it. I feel mm-hmm. like they got. A, they have a nice little core. I'm leaning more towards the Rockets, Jalen Green. Hmm. They got a they got a, a good young team Who in Houston. Needs it? I feel like I feel like Charlotte needs it. I was, they, I was they literally just looking at them. With, they need someone to pair with Lamelo. Lamelo, but I was literally just looking at them. That actually might be a good a good squad. I they they like need a, ball, a they need a big man too because yeah, they just yeah, they got rid of. Uh, to, they need somebody to go ahead. And they just got rid of Plumley. Plumley's on the Clippers. I now. don't get this whole uh, lottery thing. Like, can you can somebody break this down for me? Like, what happens? You put balls in this little. What is it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's literally like break that. it down yeah, for me. It's kind of like the lotto, literally. Basically, the lottery dictates the draft order for I believe the first ten picks. Uh, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. ten. That makes no yeah, sense. Or is it the bottom half? Is it like four? To the bottom fourteen? Fourteen. Or is it about it? No, no it might be ten. No, it, it no it's the 10. top ten because you dictate who gets 10. the first pick in the draft. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. It dictates who gets the order. It's the it's order. The order. Like the fir- I believe the first ten in the draft. Uh-huh. Um, unless they expanded it. No, it is ten. It is yeah, ten. It's, the, it's, it's, it's only the first. It's only the first four. 
I thought I remember being 10. ESPN said that a day ago is the first four spots in the draft. Okay. It's, it's not 10 anymore? So it's just, so I'll it's the bottom, research. so it's the bottom four teams. The worst, the worst four teams are the ones that get, it's the random. The worst four It's random the for worst, the worst four yeah, teams. Yeah, bottom 14 okay. are the ones who are eligible to be in the lottery. Mm -hmm. And the lottery dictates, no, the lottery definitely dictates the top 10. I know, I thought it was, I thought it was 10. Come on, fact checker. I'm 100% <laughs> sure it's the top What's 10. What's going on with our fact checker? The top checker. four would not make sense. It's the bottom. It's the bottom fourteen teams are in the lottery, and it dictates the top ten draft in the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Someone can fact check me on that. So um, basically, whoever gets the the number the number one pick, uh, number one overall pick gets Wembley. Yep, I'm gonna call him Wembley. 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 Yeah. Wembley. <laughs> uh, what's his upside? You buying the hype? I mean, he is. Have you seen him play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buying the hype? He can put on some weight. He's like seven three and can shoot three pointers. He's an, yeah, it's insane. I've I personally have never seen somebody that big have that kind of a game before. Like it's really impressive. I mean, I I believe that he would go have to go ahead and um put on some weight. What's the comparison? Play, like if you had to come, if you had to put together two or three players yeah. to make Wimby, 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 who would those two to three be? I would say Kevin Durant. I would say it's hard, man. I've never really, I've never seen anybody like him before. Joe, like, he, like, mm, no, no, he reminds joking. me of like Kareem, honestly. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mix. <laughs> He's of like so old great, school, and you don't want to compare school. it. Like him, he has a shot. I would say he has like a, he has like a sniper of like KD though. I think he has the sniper mentality, like the sniper shot of KD. I don't think he'll use his shot as often as KD does at no. the next level. But he has but like he has the, it. I feel like he has the Euro aspects of his game, like like prime Porzingis. Mm -hmm. How about this? How about this? What he's I'm a, trying to think. He's a Giannis with a little bit better of a shot and a bag, like and, and a bag yeah. that moves. He's in. a Giannis. Yes, he's not that aggressive. Giannis he, he, is he's, aggressive. He's grow, yeah, Giannis mm. wasn't that when, when he first got into the league. I don't well, know if to, I would compare to, him to Giannis. Nah. He had to grow into his frame. He had to grow into his frame. But I think that's how his game is going to shape out to be. I think it's going to be more more similar to Giannis if Giannis had a bag. You mean like Giannis with a jump shot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Giannis with a jump shot. I don't know about that. To me, Giannis is aggressive. To, I, to me, for sure, he's a mix of Porzingis. Like when Porzingis was in EuroLeague and yeah. when he first came into the league, definitely Kevin Durant. I could see, I could see maybe Giannis. I can see defensively a little Gobert in there. Rudy. Um. Rudy. Did uh did Dwight Howard put Rudy Gobert? I don't in know that, if I would compare him to Giannis though. I, I personally wouldn't. Well, you know, him, you know who was my first comparison, but he has he's he's nowhere near established because he hasn't even really played like a regular season game yet. Is Chet Holmgren? Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Chet Holmgren is going to be a problem. I'm I, and I'm calling it before, like I said, he's even played a regular season game because unfortunately he got hurt last year in the preseason. That dude was going to be a problem though. He he was going off in the summer league. I think actually, I think that's when he got hurt in the summer league. It was that early, but he's going to yeah. be a problem. He's another one. I think that. Him, both of them need to put on weight. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can play in the NBA right. that's that skinny. The way Howard came really, in skinny really like this. Skinny. Yeah, the way Howard no, not, not did like too, this. though. Giannis was super yeah. skinny. Uh, yeah, he was. Like, like this though. No, yeah, Dwight uh, was kind of. Dwight was put together. D Dwight, no, Dwight was not, was not that skinny. Dwight, Dwight did not Dwight, look yeah, like that. Howard. Dwight Howard did not look like that when he came. Rookie pitcher, rookie year. Let's see. No way. Images. Ooh, y'all might be right. We did nah, not. I, I in no way he, he looked like that. He's kind of brolic. Yeah. Let me see. 
Dwight was skinny. Remember, he couldn't even he do 185 on the bench. Let me see. Because when he was winning those slam dunk contests, that wasn't that far he after was like, his, his He was like season. slim. He's probably, I would, he was, I would compare him to like what um, Bam looked like when he first got into when he first got into like he he had he had muscle. Right. He wasn't a little as, definition. He had definition. He All was, right. but he he did not look like that. For come on, you think Dwight Howard looked yeah, like that look, with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think him. so. But Ashley, what were you what were you telling us about Chet Holmgren in the, in the production? Meeting? You said like a card of his. No, so his card. Yeah. Um, his Sports Illustrated, oh, a Sports Illustrated, I believe it was a cover or a Sports Illustrated photo of him sold for six thousand dollars on Dang. eBay. That's crazy. Which I'm sure when promised. he goes number one is going to be worth a lot know, more than a lot that. More than so that, yeah. six thousand dollars well spent. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. How about we talk about a little bit of football? We got the two early Super Bowl predictions, right? So let's look at uh, some of the teams that uh, FanDuel, they, they released some of the odds of, uh, you know, their Super Bowl winners next year. But let's take a look and maybe give our prediction of who we think is going to win. So at the top right now, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. We got the Eagles coming in with the second best odds. You got the Buffalo Bills, 49ers, Where's the Jets? Bengals, and Cowboys. Yeah, where, right? Where are the Jets? They're not even in the top six. Is this not disrespectful? The Cowboys are there. <laughs> why aren't, <laughs> the, why aren't the Jets here? <laughs> And why are the Cowboys on this list? Like, no, seriously, Ashley, San Francisco 49ers. Let me pull this up. Let's go to 49ers. Th- those odds are pretty high, I feel like. No? Honestly, truthfully, I would really just like, I don't know if I have to start a petition. I don't know if I got to go on a crusade. I don't know if I have to go on the floor at Capitol Hall. Whatever I have to do to stop Ooh. getting people to pick the Cowboys <laughs> to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> Please let me know. Why do you want them to stop picking the because Cowboys? Because it is a jinx. Stop putting this on us. <laughs> Leave us jinx. alone. <laughs> I feel like the minute people stop picking us to win is the year we're going to win. Is the year we'll get close. I want no one's the ever going to stop. Us. That's stop Jerry's fault. Us to win the Blame Super Jerry. Blame Leave Jerry. Us alone. Mm-hmm. Blame Leave us Jerry. Alone. Listen, I'm looking at the the National Football Conference. So the NFC, it's weak. So you go to the NFC East, right? Um, Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, uh, Washington Football Commanders. Um, this is a tough division. I like the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be tough here. But Philly, to me, has the edge. Dallas, like you said, we talk about them every single year. Last year they went 12-5. and five. They couldn't get over the hump. We'll see if they can do it this year. Um, then you go to the NFC North. I, I actually like the Minnesota Vikings uh, uh, odds or their chances better than the Dallas Cowboys. And then you go to NFC South is super weak. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you got Baker Mayfield. He ain't leading you nowhere. Uh, Carolina Panthers, a rookie. He ain't leading you nowhere, but he has tremendous upside. The New Orleans Saints, uh, Derek Carr, there's an argument that if he was going to do it, he he would have already done it. And Atlanta Falcons, nothing's happening there. Uh, then you have the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC West. It's going to be interesting to see what the Seattle Seahawks do this year. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles Rams, uh, this is a retool, rebuilt year for them. Arizona Cardinals, I think they'll be a surprise. Kyler Murray coming back, uh, he'll be healthy. But I think a lot of that um, has to do with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is special. I know he's um, entering you know, the tail end of his career. But DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, they could be dangerous in this division. But the NFC Weiss is 
NFC NFC uh, conference is weak as hell. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the AFC. So so let me say this before I go to the AFC. Mm-hmm. On the NFC side, I got the San Francisco 49ers or the Philadelphia Eagles coming out of, of that conference. And I, I think the edge is Philly. The edge is Philly because oh, they have the better quarterback. Like well, right. think about it. Whatever. I like the Dallas Cowboys, but until they prove it, I, I think we got to stop talking about like you said. But Philly um, – they have the better quarterback, okay? Defensively, oh. they're stronger. Oh. Running game got better, okay? Oh. And they still have mm-hmm. they still have two dogs outside at wide receiver to X and the Z. Oh. So I think they're going to be better. You talking about, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the AFC. The AFC is loaded. Let's go to the yeah, AFC so. East. The Buffalo Bills. All right? I do think this is going to be a, a year where they take a step back. Me too. You lose Leslie Frazier, your defensive coordinator. Um, I'm hearing some rumblings that there's some people that is not happy, not I completely think happy. And, Steph and, and Diggs got some. I'm Jalen. I also think Josh and. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I just you know it just might doesn't be some contention there a little bit. It um, looked like it they at need least to get over. They got game. they got 20 different handshakes. They need to get over <laughs> whatever. If if that is true, they need to get over that. Um, the grass isn't Not always green on the other side. Um, the Miami Dolphins. Mm. The Miami Dolphins will be scary if Tua. Tua stays healthy, right? But I like the backup quarterback they brought in. What's the kid's name from Mike the Jets? That came, what's his name? Mike White. Mike White came in Broward last boy. year. And, huh? I said He's from Broward. Broward boy. So Mike White came in last year for the Jets, and he played really big. Um the Miami Dolphins will be scary. The New England Patriots, they're always going to give you a problem, but I'm not afraid of the New England Patriots, but they will be a solid team. The New York Jets. So you're you're looking at three teams out of that division that could potentially go. Well, the, now chat, the chat is saying, Demetrius Carter is saying Miami is winning that division. It, listen, and, and somebody else said Miami is taking it all. Yeah, they all right. Listen, it, it's, it, they're not far off. You go get uh, Jalen Ramsey. Someone said Miami ain't taking anything but an early vacation. <laughs> uh, listen, no, I don't. I don't know, man. If Tua Tua played extremely well last year, Tua was a top three quarterback when he was healthy, right? He missed what four or five games. Tua played mm-hmm. lights out, super efficient. He was accurate. Uh, he and his coach were on the same page, and that means everything. Whoever's who, who was that in the chat? Um, Demetrius. Demetrius, you're not far Carter. off, buddy. Yeah, Demetrius you're not Carter. far off. But the Jets, and that's why I'm surprised that the Jets wasn't on that because you look at the top five defense, and then you have you add Aaron Rodgers. That's a big deal. That's a cheat code. Yeah. Top five defense. Yeah, I don't know. How and you add Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so let's play a little game then. I'm gonna play. We're gonna play a little game. I'm gonna give you the divisions, and you tell me the winner of each division. Ready? Let's go. AFC West. AFC West, I'm going to go with the Kansas. Oh. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Denver Broncos will make it hard. So, Chiefs. That's your pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. AFC North. AFC North, I'm going to go with the. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, that's that's Bengals, Ravens, and whatnot. That's Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. Oh, I think man. the Cleveland Browns will be a scary team this year. Um, I'm going to go with the the Baltimore Ravens. Yep, made the right choice, too. Okay. 
We're going to go AFC South. That's Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans. Does it even matter? It does. They're a division. Uh, it's a strong team. Yes, it, now. Listen, the Colts will the Colts will be uh, surprisingly good this year. Um, interested to see what Ryan Tannehill and Tennessee does. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's their um, team. <laughs> we could be looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars in the, in, 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 the, in the AFC championship. Again, right? Weren't they in it last year? Man, Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and make it extra spicy for you. The AFC East. Uh, I mean, it's this is an easy one. I, I do think that uh, Demetrius um, is on to something when he when when he's when he's typing about the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, Buffalo Bills. We expect the Buffalo Bills to be good. They were 13 and three last year, uh, but the Jets. The Jets to me has everything uh, uh, to to be a contender and, and to win. I, I have the Jets winning 13 games next year. They're that good defensively. You know, they're the defense is going to win eight. And then you have Aaron Rodgers, and you have those receivers. Oh man, it's going to be a great year for us, Ashley. Corey, you wanna you wanna defend your Miami Dolphins before we move on to the NFC and tell yeah. Brandon why he's wrong? I mean, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just sit here and watch. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't even like. Do I need to go in depth? It's just like we're just so deep from top to bottom, like on offense. We have we're, we do have the most explosive offense in that division. That's that's hands down. And then you got to think we have probably the best secondary in that division as well. And then of course our 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 front line is you know is we're we're good from a defensive line standpoint. We can rush the passer and we have good run stoppers with uh with um is it Wilkins Wilkins on the inside? He's one of the top mm-hmm. D tackles in the in the NFL. I'm not worried at all about the Miami Dolphins. Like, and we're just going to have to see what happens. I, of course, got the Dolphins winning that division. I don't they'll think – They'll blow it. The Miami think, Dolphins rebuttal. will blow it. Rebuttal. Here we That's go. That's what I'm saying. If Here they'll we go. Find if find themselves in, they'll find themselves in Tootsies. No, no, no. Booby trap. It's over with. Um, what's the other one? Goal room, goal rush, rush room. Mm-hmm. They'll be – man, the Miami yeah, Dolphins. Have, Miami has way too many distractions. Nah, but you're going to have you're gonna have problems with every angle you try to attack this team defensively and every angle you try to stop them – defensively as well just throw a party at booby trap that's nope. it <laughs> throw a party we got, at booby trap we got trap guys that's locked in this year night. I ain't worried about that you think two is going to booby trap everybody everybody did enough partying it, in two ain't right. going to booby trap okay but everybody <laughs> else is hey man who been, ain't going to booby Dolphins trap Dolphins been hurting for too long man they know how important this is <laughs> alright All right. let's go to the NFC let's switch gears then we're gonna go NFC West we have the Cardinals we have the 49ers we have the Rams we have the Seahawks. San Francisco 49ers wins this division. They win it easy. Um, this team is going to be crazy good. Purdy, get healthy, baby. Okay. We have the NFC South. Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Bucks. I mean, look, you go with the experienced quarterback, Derek Carr. I brought him up earlier. Uh, but Derek Carr, Derek Carr with Michael Thomas, um, Alave, mm-hmm. is it Chris Alave? Yeah, Chris Alave? Chris Alave used to train here. Chris Alave, um, Alvin Kamara, um, I think they're bringing back Mark Ingram. So on the offensive side, they have the continuity there. Um, Derek Carr just got to get caught up to speed. They haven't changed anything there. And on the defensive side, Dennis Allen, he, he's the head coach. But Dennis Allen, to me, 
uh, is a top three defensive coordinator in the NFL. And every single year they find a way to put it together um, when it matters the most, and that's post-Thanksgiving Day. So I got the New Orleans Saints winning this division. They could be a team that's scary, but I don't see them really contending, but they will threaten some folks. All right, we're going to take it to the north. We got Chicago, Detroit, Packers, Vikings. Who you got? I'm going to scratch the Packers, Detroit Lions. What they have, like six, seven players gambling? <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> Come on, leave it up to the retired guys. <laughs> they got six, seven dudes suspended. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they was betting on. They was betting in the locker room. Mm. We still don't have all the information. Uh, that was a big blow to the Detroit Lions. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, they're going to be good. They added some firepower power there. Um, this is a hard one for me because I think that the Chicago Bears find a way to have a good season. I think the Chicago Bears find a way to overcome terrible management mm-hmm. over all these years. Now, they got new management now. New management. He's making some big moves. Mm-hmm. So could he put it together? Could Justin Fields get this team over the hump? I think Justin Fields is pissed off. But I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings, Ashley. Okay. I think, uh-huh. yeah, the, 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 the Chicago Bears win nine games. They win nine games. As the winner in that division? No, so. they're not the winners. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Vikings, he's huh? just Kirk Cousins, right? Uh-huh. Now, does Kirk, Kirk Cousins threaten you? Does he scare you? I'm not sure if you're a Aaron Rodgers, you're a Patrick Mahomes. You know, there's some other quarterbacks out there, Dak Prescott, um, you know, Jalen Hurts. Um, but he will be consistent. And he added some firepower. All right. And last but not least, one of the most toxic relationships I find myself in, the NFC East, everybody. We have the Giants. Mm-hmm. We have the Eagles. Mm-hmm. We have the Commanders. And we have the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We going. Mm-hmm. I know. You're going to say it. Go ahead, say it. If they get Saquon Barkley, the Giants. That's not where I thought you were going to go. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. Oh. Philly, Ashley, I'm just, Philly, it's it's just it's just simple football. I'll clip this because when we're NFC East champions once again, I'm going to go ahead and run this back for you. Ashley, mm-hmm. really yeah, good though. defense, balance offense, mm-hmm. and just a kiss offense. You mm-hmm. know what a kiss offense is? Tell me. You know it. Kiss. Nice and sweet. Simple? Keep it simple, stupid. stupid. Yeah, I was going to say nice and sweet and simple. Oh, that's what they say? Nice and sweet and simple. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so so, so to me, I just think that I love their brand of football. Um, I love uh, Hurts' leadership style. Um, there's an argument that he hasn't even entered his prime. Maybe this is the year, right? This is year five for him, mm. right? I think he... Uh, he, he's going to take a lot from last year. He's going to pull a lot from uh, losing the Super Bowl, uh, and he's going to bring other guys with them. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. I love this head coach. I love Howie and what he's been able to do. Didn't they have the best draft out of everyone? You had, you had general managers pissed off at Howie. He's getting too much attention. Why do we keep celebrating Howie? You literally had general managers coming out saying, how does this guy keep doing it? And we're giving him too much attention. Howie is that guy. So not only do you bring your team back, but you find a way to add the pieces that you need that can take you to a whole nother level. And you're already right there. 
So, Ashley, I know you love the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be a tough year for you guys. I know you think this is a tough division, mm-hmm. but the Philadelphia Eagles, they're special. I'm just confused because you speak Why? you speak so highly of Jalen Hurts. That's which- right. I can understand. He's been to a Super Bowl MVP. He's good looking. You know, he's got. So I get it. I, get I didn't it, I get say it. he was good looking. You Ooh, said that. Okay. He, he's good looking. Um, I just threw that in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you also speak so highly of of Daniel Jones. But Dak Prescott, I don't ever hear these accolades. Why? Why is that? No, no, no. I, you think? Remember Daniel what I said Jones about? Than no, Dak no. Remember? Oh, remember when we first when we first started uh, this show? Mm-hmm. I did a whole segment on that. why. Dak Prescott wasn't good, but great, right? Mm-hmm. All you do is look at the numbers. I compared Dak Prescott's numbers through the first, was it six, seven years, yeah. to Drew Brees, to Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. to Tom Brady, uh, to Peyton Manning, to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, I did that, and his numbers are up there with the best. So, I love Dak Prescott. But what about this coach? I yeah. mean... Yeah, eh. do you take your coach over Brian Dayball? I take my talent over Brian. Uh, what the Giants have? So, talent. Talk to me about it. I feel like where, where do you guys have the edge? You don't think the Cowboys are more t- talented t- team than the Giants? You think the Cowboys are more offensively? talented offensively? Receiver position. Who has the edge? I mean. Let's go ahead and look at it. Well, Saquon, let's take Saquon out of the equation because we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, hold on. Who are, who are we talking about? Philly or are we talking I'm about talking the Giants? I'm talking about Giants. Oh, you're it's talking about Giants. Yeah. Okay, okay, go, who, go. Who do you think has a better offense? The more talented offense. The Dallas Cowboys, without a doubt. You're going to go ahead and go with these guys? I got the Dallas Cowboys with the better offense, absolutely. Defensively, you, and, who and, has and, the better and defense? And, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give them some love, right, when, you know, Dak – can easily go out there and average 450 yards, that offense, 450 yards a game, for sure. For sure. I, I give them the itch. Okay. Defensively, I give the better. coach the itch. The, the, kid, the coach, I'm taking the, I'm taking, I'm taking the New York Giants. I'm talking Brian Dayball from a coaching standpoint. Would you say that this division will come down to the Cowboys and the Eagles to win it? Would you, would yes. you say that? Yes. Okay. Yes. As long as you give me that. But I thought we was talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Didn't we you think a, that? We ain't talking about the Eagles. Yeah, yeah you, you know that's a problem. Uh. You know it's a problem. No. Brandon Marshall here. Ashley Nicole Moss. Corey in the cut. We have Wu um, out west. Our fact checker. Hey, Wu in the west. Wu, Wu in, in the, the west. west. Right? This is paper route. We're here Monday through Thursday. From 12 to 2. Sometimes we start at 1. You know why? Because we're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we're also Good. on SiriusXM Faction Talk, Channel 103. For you guys that are driving and want to tune in, you can listen to us anywhere where you get your podcast. But make sure you stop at SiriusXM first. You got Stitcher, Pandora. And then also, did you guys know that YouTube um, added a, a new feature? Um, uh, like where you can listen to your, you know, audio on YouTube podcast. That's dope. See, y'all don't have to worry about these things. Mm-hmm. You know, Wait, what's everybody's football allegiance here? I know you're a Dolphins fan. Absolutely. I'm obviously a Dallas Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. Brandon, you're a Jets fan, I would assume, or a Bears fan. Which which one do you really listen towards? Jets was my favorite team, but I'm from Pittsburgh, right? So you're a Steelers fan. Uh, I grew up a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Steelers fan, but. Jets was my favorite experience. So you're a Jets fan? Stillers Jets. 
You can't pick both. You gotta pick one. I grew up. I grew up in Pittsburgh. And then I made it to the league. Like, pick a side. What side are we going on? Steelers and Jets play each other. Who are you rooting for? I'm going for the Jets. Okay, so you're a Jets fan. Woo, what do you got? I'm a Giants fan all day. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ew. Woo had his hands up. Ew. his team. We can't hear him, but he let me know he represents for the Giants. So, if anybody has any producing experience, we are looking for two new producers. Um, You cannot be a fan of any team in the NFC East. That is not the Dallas Cowboys. If that sounds like you, please send your resume. We'll drop that email on the bottom of the the screen here, and we'll go ahead and look at your resume. Thank you so much, because this one and that one both gotta go. Yeah. Listen, We're not doing that. Listen, this is gonna be a fun year. It's definitely in studio, right? A lot of storylines here. Um, I don't think Ashley, you'll give me a hard time because you don't really have any beef. I have with no the beef Jets. with the Jets. No, but, um, the other but team you two that plays going back and forth. But me and you, Corey, we'll have a, we'll have some moments this I year. I can't wait for this. Season I think this time. is going to be a phenomenal NFL season. I think this is going to be, you know, um, a year where there's going to be teams coming out of the 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 woodwork like just being good whether that's the Cleveland Browns um the Indianapolis Colts uh the Denver Broncos I know we have Russell Wilson and Peyton uh coach Sean Payton but are we really expecting them to be really good I don't think a, a lot of people are 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 counting on them uh to be exceptional but I think they will definitely turn it around. The Giants. I think the Giants are hurting themselves right now. They got they got it done with their defensive tackle, so they got him back in, big boy. Um, pause. Um, but Saquon Barkley, that's a big miss for them. Saquon Barkley makes everything go on that offensive side. He played phenomenal last year. He got his career back on track. For him not to be in camp right now, not to be in the building, that's a big problem because he's also the juice. He's also the guy that gets people going. He is still young, I would say, but he, as soon as he walked in, he was the leader, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that hurts you, especially if you're Brian Dayball and this is year two. But they had to make a decision. You got your quarterback, and that was a tough position for him. It's like if we move away from Danny Dimes, who's out there, who's available? Um, so they had to pay him, and then they had to pay their D tackle, right? Um, so that's tough. You can't pay, you know, everybody. And I think they potentially made the wrong decision. I don't think anything's happening in the NFC South, but I am excited to see the Atlanta Falcons, right? Like I'm excited to see this young quarterback play. I'm excited to see the young quarterback in Carolina. Um, New Orleans, Derek Carr. It's going to be interesting. I mean, shoot, like this is his opportunity to prove everyone wrong. Yeah. So I just think this year is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. A lot of storylines. We're ramping up. The show is ramping up. We're ramping up. We're going to have contributors. Before we move on to Fact or Foolish, somebody um, in the chat wants to say, Lake City Fresh says, hey, Brandon, I'm in Pittsburgh now in Homestead. Do you know where that is? Homestead? What you doing at Homestead? (laughs) Homestead? That ain't Pittsburgh. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh, I'm just playing. Okay. So I'm, homestead you got to come out east, baby. Homewood. <laughs> you sure he didn't say Homewood? Homewood's it the hood. It does say Homestead. Okay, Homewood, baby. You got to come to East Liberty. You got to come out there to Garfield. 
You got to go out there to Lincoln. That's where AD's from. So where uh, Aaron Donald's from. Mm-hmm. Our fathers kind of competed growing up in so many different areas. So right here you have Larmer, and then you have the Bridge, and then you have Lincoln. So you have some legendary guys. Anybody there. from Pittsburgh in the chat? Let's see if we have any fellow. What's yeah, what are you guys? Pitts- of course, there's people. Pitt- what is somebody yeah, from what Pittsburgh call called? Are you a Pittsburghian? No, what? from the Bird. Oh, you're from, from the, the Bird. From the okay. Bird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What are people right. from Miami called? Huh? What are people from Miami called? That? I don't. We Miamians. Miami? Really? Is that? No, is that a thing? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, That's a good question. People do that. the bottom of the rock. You can date. Bro, bro. That's it. Is it Miamians for real? I know no, no, we're no, New no. Yorkers, you're obviously. Making them stuff. You're just from Dade. You're, like, you're just from Miami Dade. Yeah. But, the, but Dade, 305, yeah. bottom of the rock. Oh, <laughs> oh Pittsburgh. Pittsburghers are sometimes called Yenzers, and the word is unique to the region. Um, yeah, yens, yeah, 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 but like that's that's not my side. Oh, we got group. some people. Okay, we have Q says I'm from Bloomfield East End. Um, Anasis Neely says seven one seven. Zachary Austin says I'm from Blitzburg. Um, Blitzburg, he's from the hood. Let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said Yenzer, they from the other side. <laughs> they from the airport. He said Lake City Fresh came back and Chicks. said I was on the hill. I moved to Homestead, bro. I need some peace. It's still wild up here. Oh, he's here. on the hill. LOL. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. the hill. He moved from the hill, right? He, yeah. He says I was on the hill. I moved <sighs> to Homestead. I needed some peace. It's wild up here still. Oh my goodness. So there really is a homestead in in like the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homestead. Um, Interesting. The hill, the hill, hill district. Serious, yeah. We we and we also put out a lot of athletes. The whole Pittsburgh area, Jason it's Taylor, like serious, like bad serious, really or? good. Oh, Jason Taylor, Hall of Famer, um, Darrell Revis, Hall of Famer. Um, you got some old quarterbacks, Jim Kelly. Oh wow. Um, Dan Marino. Yeah, that's already good. Group. Um, Joe wow. Montana, right? Damn. Nah, th- Joe Montana jo- from Pittsburgh. Let me see. I might be off Why on Joe. Like Joe Montana. I thought so too. Joe Montana. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm off. He's, I'm off. He's really? from Pittsburgh. Ah! Boom! 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 Ain't got Marino and Montana. He's from New England. He's from the West Side. He's from the West Side. Oh, that doesn't count. That doesn't count then, does it? So Western PA. Western PA. Let me see. Let's let's Google Western PA um, quarterbacks. That's crazy. I know yeah. that that was a lot. Someone said shout out Western. to Queen City. Is that from Pittsburgh? Is that Pittsburgh? No, nah, Queen City, isn't that uh, like somewhere in the Carolinas? I thought. Guess no, who else is from Pittsburgh? Charlotte. Let me think of something. Johnny Unitas. Damn! What's what? in the water in Pittsburgh? Jim Kelly, Joe Montana, Dan Marino. Joe Namath. Holy yeah, no. crap! Joe Namath. Joe Namath. That's yeah. I just wow. call him Johnny. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. What's in the water in Pittsburgh? Right, they just breed. They, they just breed quarterbacks and like, well, not just any quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback. That's what That's I'm saying. Nuts. Legends. They breed in legends. NFL players from, from Pittsburgh. Wow, Dan Marino and Montana. List: Tyler Boyd, Aaron Donald, Tony Dorsett. Damn. Oh, he's a great. Uh, what do you got? LaShawn McCoy from like Harrisburg. Um, no, sorry. This I gotta I gotta I come to say, back to this list. Curtis Martin, he's from Pittsburgh. Oh, Darrell man. Revis, I said I said Darrell Revis already. Damn. Mm-hmm. Curtis Martin was nice. That was the running back, right? Yes. Uh he was Hall tough. of Famer. Yeah, he was tough. Darrell Revis played for the Jets. He played Jets. for the Jets. Well, yeah. James Connor. 
We got some dogs, yeah. man. Damn. All right. All right. How about how about we hop into Happy Factor Foolish? Factor Foolish. Let's, Let's go. It. It's time. It's Start time. fast. Finish strong. Finish strong. There you go. So remember, in this segment, I'm going to read these guys a statement. They determine whether it's fact or foolish, but they have to give their explanation why. So start it off. Yesterday, CBS Sports announced that they are hiring former quarterback Matt Ryan as a studio and game analyst for the 2023 season. Um, this, With this announcement, Matt Ryan wanted to make it clear that he is not retiring. Uh, and the Colts are actually um, – they actually owe him $12 million next year, so that's interesting. But he will be in the broadcast booth for the 2023 season. So, fact or foolish, quarterback Matt Ryan gets another shot in the NFL. Listen. Um, Maybe as a backup. I say, I say, ooh. So, I guess technically fact. This is, this is tough, right? Yeah. I, I want to say fact because every year we hear about some quarterback um, that's retired – that's at home, may have been home for two years, whether that's Ben Roethlisberger. He said the San Francisco 49ers hit him up last year. They had three quarterbacks go down. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Phillip Rivers. He said that he was thinking about coming back. He got a call. Um, and, and every year you hear these stories of quarterbacks. Hell, there's still teams flirting with Andrew Luck. Carson Wentz. Right. right? Yeah. Well, Carson Wentz, well, he played last year. I mean um, – so, so a contender, I can see a contender reaching out to Matty, Matty Ice, right? If, if their quarterback goes down, I can absolutely see this happening. But Matty Ice is done, right? Mm-hmm. That's why he's in the booth this year. Um, and he's keeping his options open uh, by making that statement. But um, I, I'll go fact here. How do you think he'll do in the booth? I, I mean, I never met him. Like, I don't know his personality, but like from observing his personality, it doesn't seem like. I think a- when you talk about football, um, yeah, Matty Ice is. I mean, he was a great quarterback. Let's not get it twisted. No, Just, super I, yeah, yeah, knowledgeable, I, super high IQ. But is he going to be entertaining? Correct. Well, I, I so yeah, high football IQ. Um, he knows ball, so he'll be able to break it down at the highest level, being able to. You know, within five to fifteen seconds, tell you what's happening on the offensive side, what's happening on the defensive side, what coaches are thinking, talking about clock management, mm-hmm. uh, situational football, all of those things. But I just feel like people nowadays they want to be entertained, and what's entertaining for us fans now um, is like authentic, it's real, it's like take the suit off, right? Remember uh, before you got in trouble to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, Talit was blowing up. And even yeah. that's why Romo blew up, because Romo was in there. He wasn't just going through the X's and O's and being. Stuff. Yeah, he was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was in there with Naz and just, like, just saying yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Like, it was like he was in his man cave. So, mm-hmm. I think uh, you will learn from Matt Ryan, but I don't know if you'll be entertained. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, we'll see how Matt Ryan does and what happens. You know, does he get another shot or not? We'll see. Moving on, over the weekend, shout out Jalen Hurts. He uh, earned his master's degree from OU. And then also Todd Bowles, right, coaching the NFL. He walked across the stage at Mount St. Mary. He was a former player in the NFL. He actually entered the draft early, didn't get to earn his degree after, uh, well, in 1986, when, when, like I mentioned, he, he left early. Went back and got his degree. He made the promise to his mom he'd always do so. Oh, wow. But I want to get y'all's thoughts on this, right? L.A. Rams fourth-round draft pick 
quarterback Stetson Bennett. He's the you know University of Georgia's quarterback, won two national titles. He still doesn't have his degree, and he was in school since 2017. So fact or foolish, L.A. Rams fourth-round draft pick quarterback Stetson <laughs> Bennett returns to University of Georgia to get his degree. How the hell does that happen? Right. Well, first of all, we are before, in we, before we dive into that, I want to shout out Moolah01. He said, I'm from Chicago, and Brandon is still my favorite wide receiver. Oh. Aww. <laughs> <That is> nice. <laughs> yeah. I love Chicago. Chicago treated me good. I miss Chicago. Even in the winter? Yeah, I loved it. I loved all the seasons. Love Chicago. Love Chicago. But anyways, back to this guy. <laughs> This is foolish, so I'm going to go with foolish. Why is it If foolish? he hasn't gotten it in six years, right. what makes you think he's going to get it? I mean, Todd Bowles just went back and got his degree. Yeah, but Todd Bowles left early, Ashley. You stayed late. <laughs> about, about six years and you years can't late. complete liberal late. studies, Not criminal liberal justice, studies. education. You know what his major is? Like, you know what liberal studies is? I know. It's like a, it's like a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's a little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. Yeah. Right. You couldn't you couldn't graduate with that. Like, I mean, what is he going to school for? Right, right. That's yeah. I, he's I going to school to for the vibes. He's going, that's to, what school. He's going to school for. He's going to school to play football. Just that's the vibes. Playing. Vibes play and football is this, vibes. Is this not a red flag for your quarterback? Like, think about that. If you're a team and you have your quarterback, mm -hmm. this, he has to be the guy. Mm -hmm. You're talking about you're the CEO, okay? Mm -hmm. You got to be able to lead up, lead down. You got to be able to meet people where they're at. You got to mm -hmm. be able to understand what everybody's doing in the field. And you got to understand what the offensive coordinator is doing and the defensive coordinator is doing. Mm -hmm. And you got a guy who spent six years in college and couldn't <laughs> get it done. That's a red flag. Yeah, that's not a red flag too. for you? Is it that he couldn't get it done or he chose not to get it done? Maybe he just loves college life. I think life. that's maybe the red flag, Maybe right? y'all ever see, um, what is it, um, 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 it's the Will Ferrell movie? Will, um, uh, Will Ferrell? Yeah, oh, what, it's not, is it House oh, is it, Party? No. Will Ferrell? No. House oh Party? Oh my God, what? when they go Ashley? back to college, little... old school, uh. Ricky rolls up with the <laughs> backwards hat and he goes, sup bros <laughs> and he's like 40 man oh, he just man. can't let that he's like what that song i love college yeah <laughs> he's gonna experience parties. that later on yeah, yeah maybe he just bring the tank yeah, yeah. Just, maybe yeah, he's maybe he's holding on to the experience bring he's like, the All tank right, yeah, baby give no just, way. laying it up laying it up for him to go back the vibes man it's hard to give up it's hard to give up the beer pong and the and the kegs and the <laughs> The girls. Brandon the Marshall, <laughs> Ashley Nicole Moss. I don't know what she just sung. I don't know what movie uh, she's never referring seen old to. I think I have. Oh. This is Corey in the Cut. <laughs> we got Woo in Woo, the West. Woo in the West. Woo in the West. Yeah. Um, BC in the back. BC in the back. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we just want to say thank you guys for rocking with us. Um, we're gearing up for a phenomenal day tomorrow. You have the Lakers. Well, tonight is the tonight. Lakers and the Nuggets, right? So we already previewed that game. Mm. Um, tomorrow we'll be able to talk about it. It's dry in football land right now. It's not dry. much to talk about for football season, but I'm excited about football season. Same. I'm excited about that. So if you're listening to us on SiriusXM, we, we, we love you. Um, Channel 103. And then if you're watching, we love you too. We have, we're starting to see some of the same people come back, and that's pretty cool. I do have a problem with Go St. Patrick, though. I love you, brother. That's box. Yeah, but, like, can you explain, please, in the chat, Go St. Patrick, you, you come back, you show your love, you support us, you rock with us. You could be anywhere else. So how do you, you know, go from, in one sentence, talking trash to another sentence showing love? 
please explain that to me. I'm open to it. Whatever he says, I'm open to him. What do you think his 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 uh his answer is going to be? Mm-hmm. Just, just doing his job, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's his job. No, I love you, ghost. Just joking. All right, what do we All have right. next for a fact? Yeah, Foolish. next one. Quentin Williams, Jets defensive tackle, changed his Twitter bio yesterday to defensive tackle for dot dot dot. Right, a little messy move by him. But right now he's in contract negotiations with the Jets, and they're not seeing eye to eye. So, of course, you know, he, he's doing that in efforts to maybe speed up that process of getting him, the you know, the deal that he wants. So, factor foolish, because right now he's looking to get placed in this range amongst other fellow D-tackles in the league. Jets D-tackle, Quentin Williams becomes the top three highest paid D-tackle before seasons begins. Factor foolish. Fact. The dominoes have to fall. The first domino is what? Aaron Rodgers reworking his his contract, mm-hmm. right? Um, everybody knows uh, it starts up front. You have to win the trenches if you want to win the game. Uh, that defensive line makes everything go. Uh, he makes even Sauce Gardner better because Sauce Gardner, when 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 Q is on the field, mm-hmm. Sauce doesn't have to cover as long, yep. right? And, and they know that, right? So um, Q is represented, I believe, by Clutch Sports. Um, they do a phenomenal job. They understand, you know, how to fight for their guys. And this guy is him. He's legendary. Mm -hmm. And so they'll find a way to get this done. But it's going to take some time because they have to get Aaron Rodgers reworked. Because right right now, I think Aaron Rodgers is due to make sixty million this year. Mm. You know, obviously his 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 uh his his base salary is right at fifty one maybe or fifty. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's at 50, 50 even, yeah. but I think he's due to make 60 this year. Can't have that, right? So I think they're going to rework that, and then once you see see that deal fall, then Quentin uh, will fall um, soon after. Question, does that work, the, the changing the bios and the erasing the Instagram page? Does that make, like, a front office be like, oh, <laughs> Gotta get our guy. He took off. He took him off. He took us off his bio. Oh no! Like, yeah. does that actually work, or is that just like not effective at all? It depends on who the guy is, right? Like, think about this: if you're a nice guy in the locker room, if you're always, you know, uh, a team guy, then there is some like, man, this, you know, this is going in one ear and out the other. But if you, if you're a dog, mm-hmm. right, like. You can you can get messy a little bit. You can rile it up a little bit. They definitely get concerned, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's that guy. I mean, he's a super nice guy. I mean, he's a dog on the field. He's nasty on the field. I mean, he's a monster. But off the field, or even in between plays or in, on the sideline, the dude is the nicest guy. Has the biggest smile. I think he got his teeth done. Big pearly whites, <laughs> right? So, like, I don't think anybody's taking that serious from the Jets, you know, him changing his bio. Lamar Jackson did that, didn't he? Let's talk about some of the guys that did that. Lamar Jackson, like, uh, wiped his – Well, he just did a whole no, lot. No, that was Kyler team. Murray. Kyler Murray did it, but I think Lamar had a picture. His uh, avatar was him maybe with the Ravens. Uh, well, I mean, he uniform. wrote a goodbye letter to his fans, too. Right. Yeah, that. I don't. I, I, I can't recall Lamar, but I know for a fact um, I, Kyler Murray did it. I think Kyler. I think I think uh, Kyler Murray scares you. Well, he's a quarterback, of course. Well, it's not just that too, but you know, think about Kyler Murray will go out there like he, he's feisty. Not only did he scrub his Instagram account, but he didn't put the letter out. 
He in with the double whammy. Kyler? Kyler Murray put the letter out. He put a out. letter out too? He put a letter out saying that he and his team are, were looking for a deal and that he wants to come back to the Cardinals, but he's not going to sell himself short. It was his whole letter that he yeah. put out. But Kyler, you know, that's 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 uh, that's part of the talk around Kyler. You heard Larry Fitzgerald come out who never talks about anybody, and he said, like, he needs to grow up. He needs to become a better leader, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when Kyler Murray does something like that, he scares you. Lamar Jackson, he scares you. Why? Because Lamar Jackson, he is a team guy. He's going to show up and do the right things. He's not even going to talk that much. But you know where he's from, Ashley? Where are you from? Where is he from? Oh, where Lamar? The 954. No, no. You ain't do it right. <laughs> Corey, Corey, where are you from? He's from Pompano. He's from Pompano. The 954. I know, but you know who else though. is from Pompano? You got to be specific. <laughs> tell her, tell her where you from Pompano. Kodak Black. Kodak Black. That's why I said the 954. <laughs> no, 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 like no, 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 so when Lamar wanted his contract, you know what he did? That big banner photo that you have at the top of your profile? Oh. He changed that to a guy with four to the top that just said, I need money. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> hey, that's actually tough. I didn't know he did that. <laughs> that's hard. All right, guys, moving on to our next Factor Fool statement. We're going to go back to the NBA. Um, last week on The Hurt, Colin Coward said that this offseason, the Warriors, who you know were just unfortunately sent home in this previous semifinal round, should trade Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins to the Celtics for Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon. Now, if you remember, there was reports that was circling. It was maybe like in March that Jalen Brown was just not happy with being in Boston. Now, of course, that might change things if they bring home a title, you know, this year. But let's say they don't, right? Factor foolish, Ashley. Does this trade make sense to you? No. Mm. I mean, I think that JB does have ties to that area. He went to um, Berkeley. Mm -hmm. which I believe is in the Bay. You can correct me on that. Yeah, Cal yeah. Calvert. He went to yeah. Cal? Oh, yeah, I, I so um, he has ties there, but I think it's going to be hard. The The trade to me sounds terrible, but mm -hmm. I think it's going to be hard also to trade Jordan Poole at this moment in time, given the season, the postseason he's coming off of. You know that the NBA yeah. has short-term memories. Right. They're not going to think about Jordan Poole in the regular season. They're not even going to think about Jordan Poole last season. Before he got paid, they're gonna think about Jordan Poole and the shot that he took. The, the shot hash. that he took and the shots that he didn't take. His zero 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 stat line, mm -hmm. or his ten zero 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 stat line. Like yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to trade him. Um, I think coming off of that season, I don't know why they would trade Wiggins. Mm -hmm. um, I think Wiggins is a nice piece to the Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah. He came back after dealing with his personal issues and did a phenomenal job for the team. I don't think this trade makes sense. I'm going to say foolish. Yeah, I mean, I think they just include Wiggins just as leverage to actually get Brown back, right? I mean, I think Brown is the piece that they're probably really looking to add. And then you got pull for like a Brogdon, which they would probably say is kind of like a, you know, like a, a lateral move there. But I think it's really, really to get, you know, to get Brown for Wiggins. But we'll see. We'll see, Golden's Brandon, what you, what you and think? And if the, if the Celtics win the championship this year, yeah, Jalen Brown's they, not going to leave. Yeah, I don't think they break up well, the Jays. Well, also, what's interesting, Ashley, and sorry, I went to the bathroom, so I don't know if you if you hit this, but, um, you know, before uh, the postseason, or hell, halfway through the year, there was reports that Jalen wanted out, right? There because were. of what's going on. Um, I don't but, think it had to do with the team, though. It was more about Boston. The city Correct. Of Boston. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he's one of those guys that uh, marched 
you know, and was on the front line and, you know, very vocal and very um, engaged in, you know, what was going on in our community, was continues to go on our community. Um, and that's a big deal. Boston, um, it could be a tough place. And so, you know, before last week or a couple days ago and the all NBA team came out, like I'm like, Jalen's out of there. Mm -hmm. But Jalen, you think he'll consider leaving now because now he's up for a max? Because if he leaves, he can't get the max from the super max from any other team because he made the all NBA. Like this is no, I don't think that's how it works. He's still eligible for a super max. If you leave your you get the super max if you stay, right? I think I don't I, I could be wrong here, but 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 anyways, like um it's gonna be interesting to see how Jalen Brown plays this, right? Like if they have a, a, a nice run, you know, does he stay? And then you have the money that's on the line as well. And I and I and, and I could be wrong here, but I thought if um you're up for the super max, you can only get that if you stay with your team. But you know, we can fact check that. Um I feel like the Andrew Wiggins What's the answer, Will? I feel like well, before one second, oh, one see. second. I think the, I think I think the Warriors. I think the Warriors need Andrew Wiggins, and they love him. Yeah. I said the same thing. You said that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I can't see this happening. So I would say foolish. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, what is I it? Think maybe, I think you might be right. You can only get a supermax with your current team, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what BC was confirming yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm right. Hey, I'm finally right. A broken clock is, yes. is right once a day. Yeah, twice a day, whatever. <laughs> yes. Can y'all clip that? Put that out everywhere. That I, didn't I finally say you were wrong. I just said I wasn't sure. I know, but I was right. Oh, okay. Listen, that's Thank facts. You. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. I mean, he made the NBA team, I believe. Um, he's eligible for two. Let me go ahead and look it up. Actually. I think it's two, over 237 two, or something. I think it's no, higher than 267. That. Something ridiculous. <laughs> Christy mm. said, Brandon, you're right. <laughs> mm. Brandon, Brandon finally got one, Muhammad. Am I that bad? Have I, have I had a, that bad of a run the last two weeks? Oh, man. Why is everybody jumping in? Finally, Brandon is on he's the right side of things. 295 over five years is what he would be, he's eligible for. And then Jason Tatum is three sixteen over five. Listen, years. let me let me tell let me tell Jalen Brown this. Three sixteen, y'all heard that correctly. That's money. Uh, Jalen Brown, stay there. Hey, we need you to fight within the, within the system. You don't need to leave. <laughs> keep that bread. Keep that right. bread, bro. Yeah, listen, we come to Boston. Whatever you need, we pull up with you, bro. But don't leave. All that money in the line, he can't leave that, Ashley. Mm -hmm. He can't. He can't. And you ain't selling out, bro. We that's support you. We riding with you. We're going to take that's, that bread and we're going to invest in our community. Money. Yeah, that is, honestly. That's yeah. baseball money. Yeah, don't well, worry. Like, away that's from insane. That. And you got such a nice. All right, enough, enough, Boston chat. Celtics, that's a good, that's a good Look, legacy. You they're can happy for you, Brandon. Enough, chat. I, I'm all. See, you know what I figured out, Ashley? Hmm? I be going too deep. I be going too deep. The message be going you know over people's head. Is that what it is? <laughs> Go over people's yeah, head. Yeah, like, I, you know, I'm I'm peeling back the layers. I uh -huh. like to get into the emotion. I like to get into the psyche. You know what I mean? I got to start coming back up to the surface. That's what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> I'm going to do that. All right. All right, guys. So we got a couple um, around tonight's game, Western Conference Finals. So right now, tonight, Anthony Davis's line on sports books for points, rebounds, and assists is at 38 and a half. So that means he'd have to get above 38 to cover. So... Points uh, and assists combined? Points, rebounds, and assists. So oh, all 38? Th all three of those categories, he only need above 38. You're going over and under. Fact or foolish? 
Oh, I'm taking it over. Yeah, right? That's, it sound like a lick, don't it? That's easy. But he got that man right there, though. Points, assists. And rebounds, 38. And rebounds. He'll give you 20. He's going to give you 20. He's going he's gonna to at least give you two. Ooh, this is close. It, it's close, right? Like I know this 20. He's going to at least give you 20 like points, 10 rebounds. This I'll ain't sweet. This I'll ain't sweet. That. Fact. I'll take that. You going over? That's I'll tough, Ashley. Listen, 20 points. That that's when it that's when it seems hard when you put it. The thing is, is the math again, I head. think that and AD's not going to have a problem offensively. It's defensively. These are all offensive things. So you think he? What do you, you? For the most part, I mean, obviously. You see him. You, you see get, him. You, you see him over or under yeah, on points. Rebound, but for the most part, are you? T- all right, let's start with points. Twenty-five points. Are you taking the over or under for him tonight? I'll take the under on that. Okay. Not, not by much though. I think like twenty three. Okay, 24. can 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 you add this up for us? All right, let me write this down. So you say how many points? I'll take the under. Yeah, how I many got, points? Twenty three or twenty four? I don't know. I'll just I'll go twenty three. Twenty three points. And, and can we clip this and let's see if the this is going to really <laughs> test this whole thing of you being <laughs> Astrodomus? Is it, it Astrodomus? I'm a baby better though. Are you Astrodomus? Oh, now you're a baby better. You I went am from a baby not be- you went from not betting to now you're a baby I'm, better. That's what I mean. Like I'm not, you know, I'm a baby. I'm learning. That's so. fine, but Ashley, like you need to, you need to be able to speak to the people. A lot of these people. I'm gonna go. I'm a lot take, of the, I'll take the under tw- under twenty five for him. So twenty three points. Yeah. And then we're gonna see if Astrodama she calls herself. Um, <laughs> what is it called when you give yourself a nickname? I didn't give myself that nickname. Self proclaimed Astrodamus. That was given to me. Who gave you that? Um, when I did a podcast oh, with <laughs> when I did a podcast with Who? uninterrupted. Who? Um. That was the nickname that we that they gave to Who? me. It was a cast of me, Lethal Shooter, and uh, Christian Winfield, who's the writer, the beat writer for the Daily News for the Brooklyn Nets. All right, all right so quick, uh, yeah, JP, we got rebounds and assists. We got to get the rebounds J- and assists. J- JP, all right, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. JP, uh, can we uh, clip this for tomorrow? Astrodamus have a whole <laughs> little graphic, rebounds, uh, Jess, and see if she hits. So she had twenty three points, and then mm-hmm. what else? 23 points. Well, well, you got to give us how many rebounds you think. I'll go under 20 rebounds. I'll go. You got to pick the number. I'll go 15. Rebounds. 15, damn, that's a lot of boards. All uh, right. 15 rebounds. Remember, no. remember that I mean, you had us uh, pick one time mm-hmm. if, Actually, if he would have 23 rebounds and he had 23. He did. He did, though. But, yeah, but that was that was I just against don't see any, a high-volume shooting uh, Warriors team. All right, so yeah. we got rebounds. You got 15. I mean, that's that's right 38. at 38 right yeah, there. Okay, what about assists? I mean, well, shit, at that point, you, well, uh, well I just person. want to see if, if Astrodomus is real. I'm going to lower that. I'm going to go 13 rebounds. Okay. 13. Okay. Okay. All right. Assists. So you had 36. And that's that's the category. He only averaged about three to four assists. Yeah, I'm a, a game. I'll, I'll go the remainder and assists. No, you're already. Oh, no, so, I'll go the so, remainder so, so, so he'll need three. He'll need three assists like three. to go I'll go over. Three assists. three assists. So I'm going. I'm going. 20, 23, 13, 23, and three. 13 and three. There you go. Astrodomus. Magic number, huh? I bet you don't know how to spell Astrodomus. Thirteen is my lucky, lucky number. I bet you don't know how to spell your name. A S H A S H T R A D A M U S. Fact check. <laughs> one more time. A-S-H-T-R-A-D-A-M-U-S. Correct. Pamela, Pamela, Miss Pamela, what's up? She said nice. You know why? I was a spelling bee champ in elementary school. For real? No, I was a really good speller. Spell Burberry. 
B U R B. I'm getting warm up. B U R B E R Y. Throw out a word, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Come on, word? Woo. Come on, Corey. I got one. Um, give me a word that you, give me a word that you can spell. No, nah, I was gonna say one that I, I might struggle spelling. What the hell are you gonna tell me if I'm right? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, let's go with. Uh, I, I want to go with like one of those short ones that's like mad difficult. Can uh, we just throw one out? I literally can't think. I know I'm blanking. It's crazy to know. You what? Did you go? To, can what we throw one out? Go can we throw one out? Woo! Can we get a word? I said astrologer. Astrologer. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Come on, Ashley. It's so easy. T R O. No, A S. I think. I, damn it! I can't see this one. Hold on. Let me. Type <laughs> no, no. What you mean? You can't type it out. Can't you, you can't type it out. Here, you can write it. Here, here, here. Okay, here. You're talking about getting their eyes. She tried to cheat. <laughs> she tried to go to Google. Oh, I got. I got a. No. She see. tried to go to Google. I ain't trying to put myself on the oh, spot. A S T R O L O G E R. Yeah. Hey, oh. Come on, baby. Hey, hey, I does this. Hey, hey, somebody, somebody said that must mean B Marsh can't spell. You Give can't me a spell? word. Watch this. That's how we're going to end the show. I'm going to show y'all. Amphibian. Hmm? Amphibian. Ah. <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. We're going to see y'all tomorrow. Paper around at noon. Ashley Nicole Moss, Corey in the cut. West. Oh, Woo in the West. Paper route. He said. <laughs> what did he say? What was the word? Amphibian. Amphibian. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service.